It's another Sunday night here in Toronto, but tonight we're actually taking it out west. We're going all the way across the prairies to the land of denim and nickelback and fake testicles hanging off of the back of trailer hitches. And of course, some of the best homegrown Canadian comedy you're ever going to find. We're going to hear all about it right now tonight. I am Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're kicking up the jams here in studio. It is an all-new Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. But it's not about Toronto tonight. It is about Western Canada. We're going We're going all the way out to Alberta tonight. We're just turning it right up, bud. I want to get... We're going to get as Canadian as possible. I will let out my inner Thunder Bay. I know that's not part of Alberta, but it's like... It's the gateway to the West. It's close enough. And, you know, I feel like one thing I want to get into, of course, we have two Alberta comics in studio with us tonight. We have Spencer Stryker, first time on the show. Yeah, welcome, man. Thank you for having me. All the way from the West, right here in studio in Toronto. And, of course, returning friend of the show, Katie Westman, is back. Yeah, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, don't clap. But I feel like, so tonight, and we, we of course, have some special guests joining us on the line on the show today, too. We have Sam Walker, Alberta comic, who's actually joining us from Denmark, because he's just touring the world right now. Uh, And, of course, Kathleen McGee will be joining us later as well, who's kind of, like, holding down the scene at Edmonton these days and making a lot of new stuff happen. But I feel like we do talk a lot on this show, of course, about, well, I mean, Canadian comedy kind of gets sucked into those hubs of Toronto and Montreal, Mm -hmm. Vancouver as well, but, I mean, everything really does gravitate towards over here. As in Montreal, you have Just for Laughs, of course, and in Toronto, it's kind of like our New York. It's New York without all the stuff, as yeah. they said on 30 Rock one time. But it's sort of like everything comedy-wise sort of gets pulled into that Toronto vortex. And once people come to Toronto, as you guys know, you kind of forget that you're in Canada. <laughs> you're just, yeah, I see that. <laughs> everything's Toronto-centric. So I want to find out what's going on out west and what breeds comedy in Alberta <laughs> and how much different it is, too. Well, I think I think the biggest difference uh, between between the two, because there, I think there is a different scene between uh, like Toronto's humongous like mecca of comedy and and Calgary's uh, scene. And I think the biggest thing is that in Calgary, there's not a lot of stage time, but there's a lot of good stage time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. whenever you get stage time out west, like you have to take advantage of it because you might not get up for another like three weeks, right? There's there's you know not a lot of spots. Um, and I think in Toronto you have a lot of opportunities to perform, but it might not be great opportunities, right? Like you've got yeah. you've got a lot of show up and go up open mics, and and you're not really going to learn the same thing that you're going to learn from an audience. So it's 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 weird because you can see you can notice a difference between someone that that starts in a place like Calgary and someone that starts in a place like Toronto. Because with Toronto, I think that people are a lot more on their toes, like in yeah, in a show. I, I, I don't know. It's I, I find in Calgary like if people are serious about it. Uh, and they get a car. That's a big one. Like you can get, mm-hmm. you can start opening for people and doing like 
paid spots very if you're taking it very seriously you can, yeah. you can advance yeah. a lot quicker than you would here where there's a lot more competition and it's more insular like, oh, i don't know i yeah. think it you you can definitely tell when people have started in Toronto or started out west. You totally can. And it's yeah. like every, like for me, Toronto is not my hometown, but it's my comedy hometown. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is where I started. And it's, okay. you get so used to that, right? Because you'll, yeah, you'll spend, when you're first starting out, you can run all over the city on the subway and you could be jumping around doing seven different open mics every night of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's enough of that here, but it's a lot of like workout rooms where like Spencer said, like you're, you know, you're literally just putting in time. And that's yeah. the thing, like you don't learn in those workout rooms how to, actually work in front of a paid audience and i think that's why in calgary you do get to to get so uh you you do get like paid work a lot sooner because they're you know you you're getting to see how an audience actually reacts to something whereas i think in in toronto like you're not going to learn the same thing from like seven uh like comics at an open mic on like a thursday right you're you, but if you're at comedy monday night at broken city you you know how an audience responds to those jokes, so you know that's a good joke, and then you're confident to take it on the road, too. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can always tell when comics do migrate to Toronto from out west and from Calgary or Edmonton especially, because they're just like, they'll show up at these random bar shows and be like, so how much am I getting paid? Yeah, for I was going to say, we're always, we're always the ones being like, this is... Sweetie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Weird, actual people? Guess we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, <laughs> And I think, too, and I want to get into this certainly more later on in the show, but I think... Alberta because that like Katie like you said like if you're actually if you have a car because you're going That's back and forth part between the Absolutely. two cities right yeah. and I think Alberta breeds the best sort of old school road dog comedians for yeah. that reason <laughs> Absolutely, you yeah. know because here you can get stuck like especially comics who did start in Toronto you can get stuck into that vortex of just like well I just do Toronto bars and Toronto shows mm-hmm. and then they leave the city and all of a sudden they're doing some like small town gig in like Tilsonburg, Ontario and they're just like I don't know how to talk about stuff that's not the TTC anymore. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And they, I don't think they you realize how relevant your jokes are only to that, that where you've been doing them for a yeah. while until <laughs> you start going on the road and you, you just, especially I find sometimes it's different, like you'll do a legion and everyone's about 70 in this legion. Uh, for whatever event you're doing and you're used to doing dive bars at 3 a.m. and everyone's like 19 to, to 30 and it's a you know jokes hit differently yeah. <laughs> what what's relatable all of a sudden you might realize you're like i need i need something else for this crowd yeah. so you also you also learn though those muscles in in like those those road gigs and like the weird legions you do learn how uh how a lot of crossover does happen so sometimes you do just have you know luck with your jokes <laughs> and uh, that's a good point right there is that maybe alberta comedy makes you more worldly as a comedian which what a great segue because <laughs> we're going to talk to sam walker who's actually in denmark right now we'll be back with more inside jokes right here on global news radio 640 toronto Hi, this is Julia Ladkowitz, and you're listening to Inside Jokes 640. Uh, Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're keeping it Canadian tonight. Well, I guess we do every week, but specifically we're keeping it Albertan. In studio tonight, we yeehaw. have Spencer Stryker and Katie Westman. Yeah, yeehaw. 
We're, t- we're, <laughs> we're cowboys. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at pictures of the stampede. I'm all excited again. Yeah, <laughs> is that like the highlight of the year for you going home to go to the stampede? You, you know what? Everyone from Calgary, a lot of us will go to the stampede a couple days and then we just stay out of the city. Like it's just yeah. so full of people. I just hate it. I hate the stampede. Really? It's, when when it's, you're away for a while, you get excited because it's like when all your friends want to go out, everyone just misses work for like several days. Yeah. So you can all stampede. See, yeah. my problem was when I lived in Toronto, I flew back for the week of stampede by like coincidence. And then I remembered why I hated stampede. I'm like, I can't get anywhere. This is awful. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, because like drunk people are like zombies, right? Like, oh, if yeah. If you aren't one of them, you want to shoot them. <laughs> so you just have to get right in there and get right plowed yeah. with everybody else. You know, what happens to comedy during Stampede? Is it just like everything shuts down? The city shuts down? Uh, it doesn't really shut down. It's I just dead. I don't remember. I haven't, I haven't been, I haven't, I don't think I've been to the Stampede since I started comedy. I'm at like five years now. See, I think like the, like, cause I know Comedy Monday Night still runs during that week. I know like the shows still run, but I know that the audience is like a lot smaller. Also like yeah. the Laugh Shop does like pro-ams that, that whole weekend. Yeah. Cause like if they brought in a headliner, like they would, they still wouldn't be able to pull. It doesn't matter who you bring in. Like it's, it's weird how obsessed with the Stampede the city is. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's too excited to go to beer tents. Yeah. Too too hard to talk over those people. <laughs> yeah, they're so excited to go stand in line. They're paying twenty dollars to go stand in line for four hours to buy a fourteen dollar beer. It makes that's no sense. Why you that's, drink? Because <laughs> yeah, that's why you just drink at home like a regular sad person. But that's like a regular Blue Jays game here in Toronto, anyway. Yeah, that's true. Day. But yeah. at it's, least that's only like six bucks for Blue true. Jays. My game. favorite is everyone dresses like a cowboy. Like the, <laughs> and the like the less. The, the less you know about cowboys or have ever worked on a farm, the more you go hard and really like, yeah. get, like yeah. every everyone who's like head to toe, like, yeah. like dressed I grew like up a cowboy a... has probably never been on a ranch, or no. <laughs> riding yeah. a horse. They're just they're just there for there for the spirits, just bandwagon season. And like I yeah, it's like the cowboy a... St. Paddy's Day, pretty much. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally, because like I grew up on a ranch. I never saw people wearing like cowboy hats and stuff like that. Like it's like no, you wear a ball cap because that's more convenient. Like yeah. the the cowboy thing just oh, it drives me up the wall. I can't. I don't like it. My favorite is so many girls will go, like I'll have friends like around town and stuff like we're gonna go pick up some cowboys and then they get there and they're all picking up like fake like, like guys from L.A. dressed as cowboys and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're like yeah that'll do. <laughs> yeah. You get to the stampede and just no standards anymore. And then the song. <laughs> Everything goes. For me, growing up in Thunder Bay, it was like when you'd be out at the bar and that song Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy would come on and every girl in there would always just go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like aphrodisiac. That it's song. funny because you hear the first like burnout of that song and it's woo yeah. everywhere. Like. <laughs> that's all it is. For you guys jumping back and forth between Calgary and Edmonton doing shows, like how... Uh, the, the interesting thing about Alberta comedy is that you there's a weird amount of road work there. It's like you yeah. jump back and forth between the two cities, but then you can go to like Grand Prairie or like small towns and stuff like that and do like mm-hmm. casino shows and theater shows. It's such a easier thing to pitch out there for some reason because in Ontario you do that and people are just like, comedy? I don't know. Are you bringing your own audience? Or? <laughs> <laughs> like they just don't want to take the risk on it almost. Yeah out there it's like for some reason there seems to be almost this built-in framework for it for whatever reason yeah i think especially in rural towns where like they don't they don't come into the city as much they don't see it so they're not i don't know their expectations are different they know they're not getting high quality like not 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 they're not getting high quality i mean they know some of the openers like like we start opening Mm -hmm. for for big comics quickly out there yeah and they're used to seeing that they know the open or like the headliner is going to be great 
And then the openers are probably a mix of kind of pro-ang comics who one of us just happens to have a car or like, I don't know. They, they're just very accepting that we're all working on stuff. So. And it's also weird too. Cause like, yeah, you do draw a big crowd. Like it, no matter where you go for like a small town show. Cause yeah. there, there is nothing going on in small towns. Yeah, like. it's, it's usually the thing they have going on that night. So they're excited. It's, I think it's just the atmosphere of going out with their friends. They're having a drink. So if you know, they, also, whether they've heard of the comic they're seeing or not, it's just like a, it's a night out and it's something they, Whereas here in Toronto, you have every night of the week to go to as many different shows as you want, like open mics or clubs or mm-hmm. like, you know, comedy bar, wherever. And uh, and you don't have that in Alberta, really. Well, so. and, and the yeah. other thing is, too, is like with those small towns, most of those comedy shows are fundraisers. So the whole town is going to come out regardless because it's, it's like, hey, we need to upgrade our rink. So we've hired yeah. a comic and, and we're going to go see it. Yeah, it becomes an event, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, sometimes that goes the other way. Like, I remember doing this show. We we booked this show. It was part of the tour. We It was in this town in Saskatchewan and we get to the place and it was a huge place. It was like 150 people that could fit or whatever. And we get there and there's like five people from North Dakota in there. <laughs> <laughs> and the venue owner was just like, I forgot the whole town is at this hockey game tonight. Yeah. So, oh, that'll happen too. Well, you put us in a motel. We're still going to do our time. Yeah. Uh, I also, before we go to break, I want to sum up. What's, what, what is the different vibe between Edmonton and Calgary? How come Edmonton gets no love? I feel like Calgary gets all the love. Uh, I think you just know more Calgarians out here. Because I, I, yeah. everyone actually really loves Edmonton. Every time I go, I like do comedy in Edmonton, it's the best time. The best audiences. It's... I'm really, I think most people are really excited to go up there. They have great shows, but we, I'm probably going to get beat up for saying that on the radio. Also, I think (laughs) they really do though. They have like this really good built in scene of Mm -hmm. these indie shows, like Sunday, like the Empress on Sunday nights. Like you can't get people to pay to see comedy on a Sunday night. It's like pulling teeth, but out there it's like, no, this is one of the best shows going. Well, I think, you know, more Calgary comics because, uh, Edmonton has a really, really strong scene. Like yeah. they do have a lot of shows, so there isn't as much of a need to get out at a certain point. Like you can, you can be in Edmonton. Like I mean, like Sterling Scott's been there for I don't know how long, and he's you know he kills it everywhere though. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. You can kind of be the king of that scene, but then still go out and work the road and just make that your home turf, which mm-hmm. I think is the key to out there too. We're gonna get back into more of the meat and potatoes <laughs> of what Alberta comedy is and what Western Canada comedy is, and we're gonna come back with more inside jokes on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Hey everybody, this is Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Jason Rose brought a guy out from Calgary that I did not know mm-hmm. named Sam Walker. Yep. And uh you know, I kind of trust Jason's taste. Uh-huh. Um, and, I, yeah, he, the guy blew me away. And he did jokes that no one else is doing, no one else has done. And he had a very, very odd presence on stage. Yes. And I I had meetings with him afterwards, and we want to work together. And, and yeah, it happens from time to time. It, it sure was does. probably the first time in a long time that I've seen Mark really, really laugh yeah. a lot at a comic. Which says a lot. Which- there we go. High praise right there. Ooh. Mark Breslin of Yuck Yucks. We have Sam Walker on the line all the way from Denmark. Uh, of course, we're talking about Alberta comedy right now. We've got Spencer in studio and Katie Westman, old friends of Sam Walker's. We're, t- we're, trying, to, we're, tr- we're trying to get you on the line from Denmark to do terrestrial Canadian radio. So some things never change, right? You'll even do it from across the ocean. I did want to ask, cutting your teeth in Western Canada and starting out here and now going and gigging internationally and touring out there how much of a different animal is your material right now when you're out on the road across in another continent 
yeah, I've been given the same thing I've been given in Alberta for the last four years out here, and they're uh, they're laughing. And it's working. And so, they're walking out, but they're still laughing. So do you think there's something about, because we were kind of talking earlier on the show about how Ontario comics, and especially Toronto comics, can kind of early on find themselves in that pitfall of they only write what they know, and they've stared, like all their references are very local and very regional. I feel like Alberta, because you don't have this one hub where you're just jumping around on stage seven nights a week, forces you to get out on the road and to for, sort of be more broad with your comedy. Do you think that's why you can just hop on a plane, go to Denmark, and it just translates? Travel is absolutely essential to growing as a comedian, especially uh, driving the long distances, getting used to that kind of uh, a lifestyle, because then when you're out internationally, it doesn't matter if you're in Europe or Saskatoon, you still got to eat and you still got to sleep and you still got to be ready for shows. Nothing, nothing changes other than the value of your dollar in your bank account out here, let me tell you. And I think, like, for, for the amount of time and peril that you have to put yourself in as a Canadian comic, and especially in Albertan, the amount of distance you put in on the road, and you might do that in the dead of winter just to get to some gig in some small town in the middle of nowhere. I feel like Alberta sort of forges the best road comics out there because of that. Yeah, it's it's no joke when you're on the road. You really have to be a, a consummate professional off stage and on because the gig doesn't even happen until you get there. So you can have all the material you want in the world, but traveling is uh, yeah. Does it feel does it feel different now being like being in a place like Denmark, playing to different crowds, going somewhere you've maybe never been before versus does it have that same feeling of like, you know, you could be in some small town in Canada and like a Howard Johnson, you maybe didn't have the best set, you're sad, you're kind of questioning, is this <laughs> is this what I want out of life? Does it feel more you know like now like you've no. come somewhere? It is, but like audiences, each one's different, no matter if it's uh, different small towns in Alberta, Calgary, Edmonton. I've gone into places where they thought I would just be knock them down. They love it, and it wasn't so, and then I've walked into other rooms where people were like, oh, you're not going to fly, and had the best sets of my life. Yeah. So I never judge an audience by a locale or a, you know, a, a country, really, because they understand English out here really well. So I just kind of let stuff hang a little longer for them to translate it. But so far, universal. And I had to bust out my stampede material yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. I mean, and that's, I think that's the key now, too. I mean, that's, that's the good sign of any good road comic is being able to go past just where you're from and not being so regional with it, of course. But I think especially now, because Canadian comics aren't just trying... We've almost skipped that step where we're trying to find an audience in Canada because that was such a struggle yeah. to begin with. Everything's just sort of universal now. You're just try trying to appeal to as wide of a market as possible, right? Yeah, exactly. And this is a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to to be in a place like... Europe, whereas you know, a month ago I was in Pender Harbor. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's unreal, but uh, English is the greatest language on planet Earth. You can express yourself <laughs> in, in many ways, and so it's the language of money. That's what they say. It's told me in Sweden, you learn to speak English because it's the language of money. Yeah. You want to make money, you learn to speak English, and I had some really interesting reactions in Sweden. Um, Denmark's a different beast altogether. Sweden was a completely different country. I had some uh, 
I'm not allowed to say it live on air, but if you check out my Instagram, at Sam Walker Live, there's a clip of me making my debut on a Swedish stage. And uh, it was surprising, to say the least. I enjoyed it, no matter what the reaction is. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you love me or hate me, you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sam, this is Vince, the producer. I just wanted to, to state that you're on tour right now with Jason Rose, correct? Yes, sir. And how's that no buddy cop no film? Uh, how's that? How's that panning out? Uh, well, we were fighting each other with broken whiskey bottles the other morning. That tends to happen with Jason. So, uh, and you're, you'll be in Toronto this September. Yeah, September, October, we'll be touring all, uh, all over the great province of Ontario. And then on weekdays, you can catch me lurking in the shadows, popping up at any and every open mic or show going on in the GTA area for two months. Awesome. We'll definitely have you back in studio for that, Sam. I uh, September October any day that uh, any day that works for you we I'll, will, be, I'll be in town down the street we will have you in studio where you can talk for as long as you want and we won't even have to figure that out because you'll be here two feet away from us it'll be perfect it'll be beautiful Canadian radio yeah I really I really appreciate you guys reaching out to me this far because this is a uh, nice to have a taste of home because uh this is my first time on this. This is my first rodeo out here. Isn't yeah. it nice? It's like getting some Tim Hortons yeah. poured in your ear. This is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Sam. We'll see you in studio soon, and just enjoy it out on the road, man. Yeah, excellent. Have Send a my great best. set tonight, buddy. Take it easy. Bye, bye Katie. Bye, Spencer. Bye, bye Sam. Hello, this is Fiona O'Brien and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The Chev got stuck in the Ford, got stuck, got the Chev stuck when the Dodge showed up. But the Dodge got stuck in the tractor rut, which eventually pulled out the Ford. Beautiful. Truck got stuck. Isn't that Canadian comedy for you right there? You're out there, you're road gigging, you might break down. It's beautiful. Uh, I, I was going to say, do you right mean there. like stuck in a rut? Because that seems like Canadian comedy. That does. <laughs> I mean, we just spent an hour trying to get a guy on, on Facebook Messenger from Denmark, Sam Walker, <laughs> to join us on radio for like five minutes. That's Canadian comedy right there. Have you guys ever had that happen? You're trying to get to a gig, you break down, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. I've been really lucky with questioning your life. all of my road gigs because that hasn't happened. But like the week before, because Katie took me on my first road gigs, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, like she, so, <laughs> she's like, did I? <laughs> I'm so forgettable. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's like probably the, lied and told me he's done it before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she had gotten like her like your car broke down like the week before, like with Ben Cannon. Oh, we ran we ran out of gas, but we stopped at like we stopped at three gas stations on the way from Medicine Hat to Calgary, and they were all closed. We didn't realize it's so rural between that everything closes. Yeah, so yeah. after the show's done, yeah, we we had to call CAA in the end. We just went until we ran out of gas. But it, to be fair, it wasn't like, oh, we're so silly. We didn't <laughs> we forgot gas. Whoops! It's like we tried so many times, and it's like it's just not happening. Yeah, that's happened. So that was it's good. It was on the way back, not the way to. But <laughs> do you guys think that there's something that specifically sums up Alberta comedy? I don't want to just say Calgary or Edmonton, but Alberta comedy because it's like, you know, if you say Quebec comedy, it's all about everything's sort of very like theatrical and physical and it's almost sort of slapstick. And of course, Ontario comedy is just 
Toronto. Well, <laughs> everything gets sucked into that Toronto vacuum. I think that uh, it's kind of it kind of goes into like the the like I had it described to me recently that like with the East Coast and West Coast, like West Coast is like very writing heavy, right? Like yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're a writer comic, and and East Coast is very performance heavy. And I think in Calgary, you got to be both. Like you like they don't they don't really like people that just go on stage and and dance around and don't really say anything, but they also don't like people that just have good jokes like you have to be a personality that is funny like you have to be an approachable funny personality with strong writing i feel yeah that's what i found out there is it's almost like traditional stand-up in a way it's weird to say but you yeah. know what i mean like toronto has that whole everyone we're alternative everything's all, all, all you know like <laughs> toronto definitely has that and it's totally true about the vancouver scene where it's very writing heavy a lot of writers come from there and make their way to the states yeah but i think yeah in alberta it felt it felt like especially actually leaving the cities and doing those road gigs doing like casinos and stuff like that they wanted a very slick like Mm-hmm. It's almost like those old road comics who are like, you're going, you don't have to wear a suit jacket. <laughs> you're going, it's like, tell me 30 minutes of like polished, honed material as if you're doing like a just for laughs taping, but you're in like nowhere town, Alberta, you know? Yeah. They really want that sort of slick, produced, put together, honed bit, you know? Whereas in Toronto, I think because there is maybe so much going on. People just go on stage and play around a lot more. There's a lot more riffing here. I think in Toronto, you can you can find your venues where it really works. Like I know yeah. some comics who only do you know weed jokes and they do weed rooms and they do kind of like uh, shows catered to that mm-hmm. and they kind of find that audience all the time. But if they went out on the road, they'd find some of some of that stuff isn't going to land as well. And I find yeah with with Alberta because you're traveling everywhere all the time. You're just you're just trying to bomb less and less right away because you you, you do get you do get out and start opening early so you're just you are working with so many different audiences right away I think that's what keeps you on your toes and keeps you I find people in in Alberta um, they don't really sit on the materials um, like they can't they have to rotate it a lot if you go out to a small town that you've done a year ago they might be coming to see you but they want fresh stuff they don't want to see the stuff you you did a year ago so you're you know you're you're constantly adding to it and changing it are the goals different? Because I know in, in Toronto, comics who come up in Toronto, as sad as it is, the end goal is most of the time just like, well, I'm doing this, and then that way I can go to New York or L.A. Okay, We're trying yeah. to, of course, get more and more to stay here and build that for them. But in Alberta, is it just like, I want to make my way to Toronto? Or is it just you want to build your own thing? Out I there? think it's 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 a bit of build your own thing. I think that like Calgary specifically, like there's so many people that are just resilient that are like coming up right now even where it's like, well, why would I do what the normal route is to go about things, right? Because yeah. there is all these options. Like you do get to a point where you do the cor- corporate gigs and the road gigs, and then it's like, okay, well, do you want to go to Vancouver or, or Toronto or L.A. or New York? And so it's like you, those are always options, but people just create a lot of their own opportunities out out there. Yeah. Um, like there's – like I mean uh, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I mean <laughs> I'm four and a half years in and I have two albums already and like yeah, I'm yeah. back at square one now. Like I have zero material, but like it's it's because out there you can do that. You can force yourself to, to have these opportunities to really just throw yourself out there because who's going to stop you, right? Here it's like you have that little bit of a – uh, a ceiling where it does feel like there's people that, that if you did that, it would be like, well, why are you doing that? No, you got to stay in line and like wait your turn to do yeah, this. Yeah. Whereas in Alberta, nobody's stopping you from doing that because nobody cares because people want to see other people succeed. Um, it's not as it's not as competitive in that way, I guess. 
Yeah, it's sort of this, yeah, you have so much untilled land out there. It almost reminds me, like, in Ontario, that's kind of what, like, the Hamilton scene is like. Because yeah. it's like, you have Toronto right down the road. Toronto is so oversaturated because everybody comes here and there is so much stage time. I mean, from, like, complete basement open mics to just theaters and clubs and blah, blah. Whereas in Hamilton, it's a similar thing where you have this really strong scene of comics and the audience is just a limited pool, but they can do stuff that nobody was doing there before. And just sort of, they build their own thing and they almost, it's more communal in a way. Mm-hmm. I see that, yeah. You know? I find smaller scenes just are. You, yeah. You, everyone has their own sense of style. Whereas you come into Toronto and you see so many people kind of like doing what you're already doing, but I yeah. find they're doing it better. <laughs> like, oh no, I gotta like up my game. And then you go back out West where you're the only one of you kind of thing. And you, yeah. you get more, I don't know. I agree with that, but there's no one better than me, so it's... That's okay, right. right. We'll come back to that. We'll be back with more Alberta comedy right here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Nick Reynoldson, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Another solid Canadian rocker right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, bud. We're doing Alberta. That's like more of a Thunder Bay accent, but it's kind of the same thing. We're talking Alberta comedy, of course, tonight on the show. We have Spencer and Katie in studio with us. And now on the line, all the way from Vancouver, I believe, right now, we have Kathleen McGee. How's it going? Hello. Hey. Welcome hey. back. <laughs> Thank you. We're talking Western Canada comedy, of course. We have Katie Westman and Spencer Stryker in studio. Awesome. We were just talking about so Kathleen. I mean, you you've bounced around a lot in the last few years. Of course, you've worked the Vancouver scene. You were down stateside for a bit. You were in LA. Now you're sort of like you're sort of like I don't want to say running the hub in Edmonton, but certainly playing a huge role out there. Oh yeah, I'm, de- I'm definitely not running the hub, but uh, but yeah, like I I'm everything's always had a very strong scene. It's the scene I started in and. Uh, it's always been a very artsy community. I know that sounds weird. People think it's like this blue-collar oil town, but there's always been a really strong arts community in Edmonton. And, you know, it, the scene there, there's two full-time comedy clubs, well, three, but one of them <laughs> is different. Um, <laughs> and then they just <laughs> and then they just opened um, the Grindstone Theatre, which is uh, where I just helped produce a comedy festival, and it's... Uh, it's it's basically like Comedy Bar Toronto, but out in Edmonton, and um, it's really exciting. When we were talking, and it's funny how you say, you know, people think that Edmonton's just going to sort of is like this blue collar, very trade worker town, which it is. But Edmonton also does have this like weirdly hipster subculture there. It's a, it's a super liberal town. It's yeah. a very liberal town. It's uh, it. I mean, I've heard people call Edmonton kind of like port the Portland of the North. Like it is. There's like, and a lot of, like, young creative people live there. So yeah. it, is, it is really cool. And you can actually, you know, have a business and stuff because you're not paying. Like, I had to leave Vancouver. I was paying $2,300 a month in rent. And it's now the same in Toronto. So yeah. all these artists are leaving those areas because artists typically don't make money. No, exactly. So. It's, it is almost impossible to do that. Like, you get a lot of comics here in Toronto, too. It's the same thing. You'll get, like, six or seven people 
living together who are like <laughs> rapidly approaching yeah. 40 you know <laughs> that was my that's why i left because we i i said to my boyfriend i'm like well we can stay in vancouver and have two roommates or we can be an adults and not have roommates anymore yeah exactly to edmonton and there's been like a there's like a huge bunch of people that like have gone out and done stuff and come back and you know western canada like alberta alone is just a great place to be for comedy because you know, Saskatchewan's next door, BC's next door. You're right in the middle of everything, and everything is within driving distance or a short flight. And, you know, there's a lot of road work out there compared yeah. to, you know, in Vancouver. There's not a lot of work other than the clubs. You do have to go quite a distance to get road work. So, I don't know. It's been it's been a really positive change uh, living in Edmonton, besides being freezing in the winter, but... Whatever. <laughs> but, you learn how to deal with it. Well, yeah, even and we were talking about that with the road work in Alberta versus Ontario because there really isn't in Ontario. It's almost like if you leave Toronto or you leave the cities and go do that, you kind of have to just reach out to these places and try and book something yourself. Whereas in yeah. Alberta, you go to these like there's almost this built-in infrastructure, this framework that that's already been laid out that you go and you can actually work consistently and do it and move around. Yeah, and you're getting like half an hour of stage time in, like in my first year I was on the road and I was expected to do a half an hour it wasn't a good half an hour but at least I was able to work that muscle more than somebody that's living in Toronto and not going on the road yeah totally true for you guys like I know you know there's obviously there's a limited amount of media attention on Canadian comics to begin with and we have a limited entertainment infrastructure in this country and then most of that does tend to gravitate towards Toronto, of course. Everybody knows that. For you guys, how much of a struggle is it right now to go look at the comics that are here, though? Look at what's happening in Edmonton. Look at the talent that you guys don't even know about right now. We got so much attention from that tiny little comedy festival, like the Theater Seats 80 at the, at the max. And we got um, all major Canadian networks um, in Edmonton. They all came out and, and covered it. We got a lot of blog press. We got a lot of um, paper press. It's, I mean, it's a different world now. Like you don't have to live in Toronto to be a successful comedian. Yeah, that's I right. mean, before the internet and all that stuff, you did, you did, you had to live there to be seen and to maybe get showcases and stuff like that. But it's changed so much now. You know, I've even told my boyfriend if he got, like he's a chef and he works for a corporate uh, restaurant and if they were like, hey, can you go open a restaurant in Saskatoon or Calgary? I'd be like, yeah, let's go. I yeah. need to be, I'm always on the road anyway, so I don't need, you know. And I like moving around. I think it's, I've always told comics, I'm like, if you stay in one scene for too long, you get really, compl- I felt you get complacent because you don't have to prove yourself ever. Yeah. You know, like going down to LA is a huge ego check for any Canadian comedian because you do have to know you get there and people are like, I don't care that you headlined a Toronto. Yuck. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so a true. Three spot for six months. Here's a three minute spot. And here it is in front of two other comics. <laughs> like, so I, because I've moved around a lot, I've started over quite a lot and it's all, it's, it's made it easier to, you know, to go and do like an LA thing. That's almost that's like that's the the vibe of of Alberta comedy right there is just to go out and build your own thing, just create stuff that nobody else is doing, and you can just actually yeah, it's not oversaturated and it's not you know ten thousand open micers, so you can actually go out and do this stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, like, there's the scene has, like, tripled in size, I feel, so from when I started. But, you know, there's still – and then that just means that there's more people creating rooms and creating road gigs. And, and, you know, you don't have to just wait and be – you don't have to be a yes-sex comic. You don't have to be an independent comic. You can you can do whatever you want now. It's kind of it's, – it's changed so much. It's, it's really good. <laughs> that is so inspiring to Canadian comics. You don't have to be in Toronto. You don't have to be in Vancouver. You don't have to pay three grand in rent because we know no. you can't do that. Just do it, Kathleen. Save to get, your money. Save your money. Get out there. Go to a worldwide audience. Stay where you are. Be in your hometown. Build new stuff. Thank you, Kathleen McGee, so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, you. I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Nailed it. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. What a song to lead in with. It has been all about Alberta comedy tonight. Uh, I do want to thank, by the way, our guests that joined us on the phone. We had Sam Walker all the way from Denmark, Kathleen McGee from Vancouver. It was like pulling teeth getting those people on the phone tonight, (laughs) but they powered through. That is what Canadian comics do. You just do whatever you have to do to get to that gig, and then you get there and you're like, was was this worth it? (laughs) We don't know. And of course, thank you to our in-studio guests today. We have Spencer Stryker joining us on the air. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess my plugs. Uh, yes. Yeah. Check Where out, can we see you? Find uh, you. You can you can find me on the Instagram. Uh, I'm at uh, Spencer Strykert, uh, which is a hard name to spell, but you'll see it. You'll see it. You'll find it. <laughs> uh, and my uh, my comedy album that's out now worldwide. It's called Loser by Choice. And uh, it's a great name for an album, and it's a great album. It's probably the funniest thing you'll ever hear. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you'll be able to see me this summer. I'm doing Shakespeare by the Boat in Calgary. I'm uh, playing one of the mechanicals uh, in Midsummer Night Streams, so you'll hear me speak the bard. Uh, but I'm not doing too much uh, stand-up over the summer, kind of taking a break from my mental health. And uh, you can read about that in an article that I wrote for the Comedy Tribune, which comes out soon. So Who says Canadian comics no, can't sure self-promote, right? Right there, look at that. And of course, Katie Westman, where can we find you? You are going back out west this summer, yeah, right? Yeah, I am. I'll be in a Kelowna Comedy Festival and uh, the Okanagan Comedy Festival uh, and the Kootenai Gutbuster. I'm really nice. excited about. Uh, I'll be posting all the dates on uh, my Instagram at the other K West. Yeah. Beautiful. Look at that good run of Western shows. Thank you guys, of course, for joining us in the studio. And to our listeners, remember, whether you're here in Toronto or you're in Calgary, wherever you are across the country, go out, go to a club, go to an independent show, go to a festival, watch live Canadian comedy, because you will find some of the best on the planet that you've never heard of until this very moment. Thank you to our listeners. And, of course, keep it tuned in right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Malata. Hi, guys. Tune Your show's in. coming up next. Yes. Yay! Now for this week's comedy listings. Don't miss Tinder Tales Live. Real stories about dating, hookups, and bad breakups. In Toronto and Vancouver, hit up tindertales.ca. And if you're tuning in from Toronto, don't forget to check out what's happening at Comedy Bar, Yuck Yucks Comedy Club, and Absolute Comedy. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Kathleen McGee. I got so drunk a couple weekends ago, I found out something about myself. I found out that tequila 
makes my clothes come off. Yeah, because I vomited all over them. And my friends had to send me home early. Because I'm not in my 20s anymore. I can't puke and party. The dream is over, right? Now if I puke, I got to go home, put on a robe, call my mom, ask her if I'm going to be alone forever. She'll always say something as supportive, like, well, it seems that way, doesn't it, Kathleen? The way you choose to lead your life. My mom's a bitch. I recently bought my first pair of high-waisted jeans. I love them. They're so roomy. You can just tuck them under your tits and go. First time I put them on, I'm like, these are so comfortable. <laughs> then I checked out the label, and I'd purchased Old Navy maternity pants. Which was a low day for me. I returned them and told them I lost the baby. Because I'm broke, I don't want to store credit, I want my cash back, okay? <laughs>